All right, welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Mandy, and I have another member of Life Bites on this week. <laughs> I am just knocking them down. So this yep. week I have Eric on, Eric Emerson from Life Bites. What's up? And he wants to tell me about demons. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, as we were kind of talking briefly before, uh, you know, talking about paranormal shit, um, yeah, I, I had a I had a pretty pretty creepy encounter um with what i believe was a demon um growing up like i was always kind of interested in paranormal stuff and um you know it always kind of fascinated me i always wondered like what's out there and you know not only like our realm but any other (laughs) realms i guess it's kind of a nerdy (laughs) word but um yeah so at the time um this happened I used to be pretty involved in a Christian church, so I was a youth leader um, starting from the age 16 up to 18, and uh, didn't didn't grow up in the church or anything, but uh, my buddy brought me to youth group and uh, just really, really enjoyed it, you know, really enjoyed the atmosphere um, of, you know, being around other, other kids my age and then having, like, positive male role models that were there, because I didn't grow up with a dad. Um, and so, you know, I was a youth leader, and... Um, my aunt and uncle, uh, who lived in Venita at the time, they were going to Hawaii, and so um, they wanted me to house sit. And um, the primary reason is because they had a Dalmatian, who is pretty old, Dalmatian dog, and she had recently, um, before this, had broken her, her leg. And so, yeah, and so I can't remember how she did it, but she, she was getting pretty old. Um, really cool dog. And, um, you know, I kind of grew up with her too. So she was kind of like a family member. And, uh, so anyway, so I was basically going to house sit slash puppy sit. And, um, the Dalmatian, her name was Mora. Um, she had this, like this big, like, um, it wasn't a recliner, but it was just an oversized, like, like stuffed chair, I guess you'd call it. And so she was in a cast, and uh, she would just chill in this in this chair all day, pretty much, you know. And I would kind of help her down, and uh, would give her um, like pain medicine, and um, could have been like an antibiotic as well. So I had to come up with pretty clever ways to hide <laughs> fucking giant pills like tortillas with peanut butter and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's always fun trying to give dogs pills. Oh my god, you have to like squeeze their snout shut, almost like suffocating them for them to I just swallow open my the dog's pills. mouth and like hock it near the back of his throat and then close his mouth. <laughs> yep, just spray and pray, hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so um so I was house sitting for them and it was like I think it was for a week time, you know, they're they're going to Hawaii and and uh I started out on um I think it was a a Sunday or Monday. I think it might have been a Monday night and it was in the summertime and I wasn't you know, I wasn't working or anything, so I had the time off, and uh, so I'd just basically hang out with the dog all day, watch TV, you know, surf the internet, probably look at porn and shit, you know, whatever <laughs> happened, happened. But, um, and so at the time, uh, so, so Monday went by, um, you know, everything was normal, just like watching TV and stuff. And uh, quick, quick background on this house, actually. Um, so... They so they lived in a trailer court, um, and they had a new manufactured home that was put on the land of an old trailer that they used to live in in this trailer court. Are you saying it's like on the land of an Indian burial ground? <laughs> fuck's sakes, it could have been for, for what I'm about to tell you. Um, so they used to live in this in this like really shitty trailer that was on the same land, 
And, uh, you know, growing up really young, just staying the night over there, um, they didn't have kids and I didn't really care for my, you know, my mom and at the time my stepdad. And so I would hang out with them a lot, you know, and stay the weekends with them and whatnot. And uh, in the, it was a single wide trailer too. So, it was, you know, pretty narrow, you know, for a, a house that you'd live in. And um, at one end was, was their bedroom and a bathroom. And then you walk through and there's like a kitchen and then you keep walking back and there's a living room. And then right behind the living room was um, like the back storage room is what they used it for. And so um, on that wall that bordered the living room and the bedroom, there was a couch that I would sleep on. And above the couch was um, was a really tall lamp. And you know the lamps where you have to like twist the little knob and it goes. Yeah. Get the few clicks. Like that. Yeah. yeah, to get it to turn on or whatnot. So that lamp would be there. And um so there was several times in that in that trailer where I would just kind of feel uneasy, you know, I kind of feel like something was watching me, and I just attributed it to, you know, just being a kid and just being scared or whatever. Um, well, several times my aunt and uncle they'd get up in the morning, and the lamp would be on, and it was like right, it was like right by the the edge of where the door would be to that back bedroom, and so. Um, and so they're like, "Gosh, like Eric just keeps turning this light on in the middle of the night. Like it's just weird, you know." Yeah. Um, and uh, and so they would ask me about it, and I'm like, "No, like you know, I I never turn the light on. Like, you know, I have the TV light. That's fine, and the TV would stay on or whatever." And uh, this just happened like several times, and this is just something that they had kind of um, documented, basically like mentally documented of just weird shit that would happen, you know. And so that would happen, and then um, in that back bedroom. It just, it always just was like, just like really heavy. It, it's kind of hard to explain if you've never had like a paranormal encounter of any kind, but it just feels like super like heavy and gloomy yeah. in that, that back room. And so, um, so, you know, like a year, a year or two went by and, uh, they demolished that trailer, you know, they took it out and they put a brand new manu- manufactured home, um, on that land. And, uh, you know, I would, I would go over there and I'd stay the weekends with them just like normal. And, um, in that house, it was, it was a lot bigger. Um, but it was kind of, weirdly enough, it was kind of a similar, similar layout where on one side, you know, it was their, it was their bedroom and then it would go to the living room and then back towards the back of the house, it would be, you know, a couple rooms. And one of them was like the guest bedroom, um, which like, it's it's weird but it's like almost exactly where that old back bedroom was like on the same plot essentially and i didn't know that or anything you know um when it when any of this was going on but um i would like i remember staying staying in that room a couple times um in the guest bedroom and i would have like the craziest like nightmares (laughs) and i just would feel i would just feel like something was in there with me like no matter if it was like daylight and the sun was coming through or if it was you know nighttime and i had the dog with me like it just would i would just always be so creeped out in that room and so um you know i i would sleep in, in on the couch in the living room and so uh so so back to where i was so i'm i'm house sitting and dog sitting and it was uh it was a Monday, Monday went by and then Tuesday and Tuesday I just hung out with the dog again, you know, like I probably like went for a walk by myself just to get out of the house and everything. And, um, it was really late at night. I remember, and I was reading, I was reading a Bible at the time and uh, I can't remember what the passage was or even the book of the Bible, but it was talking about like in the end times, um, how 
and again, I was like super <laughs> into the church back then. I'm it's definitely not like anymore, somewhere in like but Revelations. Might have been like yeah, yeah, might have been like Revelations, and it was talking about, um, it was talking about like in in the end times, like you know, will your family, will your family be with you, or or something like that. I can't exactly remember, but it was somewhere along the lines of like family, and so um, I was reading it and. I started to like bow my head and, and pray and I was like praying for my family and all of a sudden, and it, and it was like, I think it was like midnight. So it was like pretty dark out. Um, I think I might've had like one light on in the house, but I didn't have the TV on at the time. Cause I was just trying to focus on the Bible. And, um, so I, I bowed my head down and I was praying. And then all of a sudden I felt a hand touch my yeah. right shoulder. <laughs> and I was like, and, and this, like, all this is, like, really quick, like, thought. Oh, there uh, you're more pattern. like, oh, it's God. No, because, <laughs> uh, so so I'll, I'll kind of explain it. So <laughs> I felt a hand touch my shoulder, and in my head, I'm like, holy fuck, like, what is that? And, you know, like, every once in a while, like, when you get, like, weird muscle spasms or, yeah. or, or whatnot, like, you can kind of feel like, oh, that's kind of a weird feeling. I wonder when that will go away. This wasn't anything like that. It was like I felt like almost like a whole hand like just resting on my shoulder. And I guess I should kind of lay out um, a little bit more of the house so it makes more sense. So <laughs> um, so the living room is just a big open area, and I'm sitting on the couch. And the, the back of the couch is exposed to the rest of the house, but on the right-hand side of the couch. So if I'm sitting on the couch with my back to the couch – the right arm of the couch is bordering a wall and there's uh, probably like a, an eight foot space between the back of the couch and the computer desk that was up against that wall as well. So I'm sitting there, I feel this hand touch my shoulder and I'm like, I try to like take a deep breath and I just like, I just felt like ice and doom and like I'm getting the chills right now retelling this <laughs> because it's hard to explain really what I felt, but and so I just, like, I felt so overwhelmed with, like, just, like, darkness and gloom. And um, and then I felt the hand pressure. And so right as I'm about to, like, kind of shake it off and, like, try to figure out the fuck's going on, the dog, Mora, who has a broken leg, <laughs> jumps out of the chair, runs around to the back of the couch, and is cornering nothing. There's yeah. nothing there. Jesus. is cornering whatever's there and she has like a five foot space between her and the back of the wall and is just like snarling oh. and growling and showing her teeth and I this dog is like so um, not like that for lack of a better <laughs> term like she's just a really sweet like warm gentle dog and she's just like for, for almost a minute straight she's just like snarling and just staring at the fucking wall right where right where something could have been standing that had just touched me and I, I'm just, like, in such shock. Like, I, I'm able to regain myself enough to stand up and turn around to, like, just watch what's going on. Uh -huh. And after, like, a minute of her doing that, she backs up, like, really quickly. Like, something's fucking coming at her. And then I see her head move and watch whatever it was go back into that back bedroom. That's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, I would like, be, like, out of that house so fast. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> So, yeah, so um, so after this happened, I, I'm, like, I'm just in shock, like, and have you ever been scared where you just, like, yell to try to, like, um, I guess, like, regain power or, like, <laughs> have you ever done that? Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I so it. I, like, I yell at the dog. Like, it's not her fucking fault, but I'm, like, Mora, like, yeah. uh, stop or calm down or something. And um, 
I do that, and she's like, she kind of comes over by me, but she's like between me and 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 where that bedroom is, kind of mm. like pacing back and forth, and she keeps just like watching, like she's watching something move, and I back myself up into the corner where the TV is, like across the living room, and I just literally. I'm like shaking and I'm like right now I have fucking goosebumps like telling the story and I feel the adrenaline like of being reminded of what happened and um, so I'm just like sitting in the corner uh, by the TV just like with my back to the wall just like watching and I'm able to get up and kind of scooch along the wall and turn like every fucking light on that I could. I was just so scared (laughs) and and at the time I was dating I was dating this chick um, before I met my wife and I called her and I told her what happened and she's like, oh my God, like, are you okay? Do you need to leave? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I can't, I feel like I can't move. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to get up and then like something else happens, you know? Yeah. And so I just talked to her until the sun comes up, like five o'clock rolls around <laughs> for like four and a half, five hours. I just like talking to her and she's like trying to calm me down and everything. And so I got like zero sleep that night and, uh, so that so that was Tuesday night, and then Wednesday when I waited till the sun came up, um, that day was youth group because youth group happened on Wednesdays, and so um, you know I just kind of got ready and left. And at the time I didn't have a, a car, so I rode the bus into uh, Eugene, which is the you know like the bigger kind of city outside of Indiana, which where Derek and I live and everything. <clears throat> and so I went to youth group that night, you know, uh, after hanging out in Eugene with a buddy. And after youth group happened, uh, I pulled my pastor aside and I was like, this is going to sound really crazy, (laughs) but something something touched me. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, something touched me and it wasn't, it wasn't a uh, Catholic priest. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, so I, I told him what happened and he's like, dude, he's like, he's like, he's like, come in my office really quick. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. And he's, like, intently listening to me. And he's a guy that, like, he would always kind of try to give, like, everybody attention, you know? So Mm -hmm. he wasn't, he was kind of spacey, if that makes sense. Like, he wasn't always, like, listening. But he was, he was, like, intently listening to what I was saying. And he was, like, come in here for a second. I'm, like, okay. He's, like, I don't, I don't want to alarm you. He's, like, but I believe that you had uh, an encounter with a demon. And my fucking heart dropped. Yeah, like, no kidding. <laughs> Holy shit! Like, what do you like these words? Like, wh- what do these words mean? You know, I've never heard, never heard that sentence be used before. And so, he's like, he's like, do you? He's like, do you have to go back there? And I was like, well, uh, yeah, I do because I'm I'm dog sitting. Um, I have to like feed her and I have to let her out and carry her out to go to the bathroom and give her medicine and all this shit. And he's like, okay, he's like. I want to give you this, and he gave me this little bottle of anointing oil, <clears throat> and uh, which sounds fucking weird now, but <laughs> hey, man. And uh, and he he showed me this verse in the Bible to read, and it was basically um, like saying, you know, in in Jesus' name for lack of it was like a longer verse, but mm-hmm. to make it short, it was like in Jesus' name, like be gone from this dwelling. I can't remember exactly what the thing was, but. And so he's like, when he's like, when you go back, he's like, um, take somebody with you if you can, and I want you to take this oil, and I want you to mark a cross above all of the exterior doors, and say this. He's like, I know this sounds weird. He's like, we've never gone over this in youth group or anything. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, but he's like, 
I've heard of encounters happening before, and this is what has been done. And I'm like, okay, like I didn't know it's like some common practice, you know, that you could just like, oh, let me let me look at this uh, this chart on exorcisms yeah, and this is what you should do. <laughs> yeah, this is what you should do, like a fucking exorcism for dummies. And uh, and so I had a buddy um, that um, the one that I was hanging out with that day. Uh, he said he could go with me. And then we had uh, another friend that we told about, and he actually had a car. So, so he drove us um, back to Vanita, and you know, I had I had caught uh, the friend that I was hanging out, the friend that I was hanging out with during the day. I had caught him up on what had happened, and so on the drive over, I was telling the other guy what happened, and he was like super freaked out to go inside. <laughs> and so uh, me and Jake, the guy that I was hanging out with during the day. He was, like, down to help me. Like, he, he's been a really good friend of mine. And this other guy was like, uh, do you need anybody to, like, stay out here and, like, guard <laughs> yeah. the driveway? And I'm like, no, dude. Like, could you please, like, come in? <laughs> and so... Uh, I'll make sure there's so, no demons outside. Yeah, exactly. And so and so we go inside, and, uh, you know, the dog greets us and everything. And, you know, I kind of, like, show him, like, where everything was and what happened and everything. And I was just like... I was so terrified to be back in the house, but at the same time, I was glad, like, I had them with me, and I had what I felt like uh, was, like, a power that I could use, you know, with the anointing oil and everything, so, um, so I let the dog, I took the dog outside, and uh, she was, like, going to the bathroom in the yard, and we came back in, and we started, we started, you know, doing the process of putting the, uh, the oil on a, with a cross, you know, above the door, and then reading the verse out, so we did it to the front and the back door, and then, I was like, well, I really want to do it to this, the bedroom door, the one that has like always been super creepy to me. Yeah. So we did it above that door and it was nighttime when we got back to Vanita. So it was probably like 10, 1030. And, uh, it was just like pretty damn dark in the house. You know, I didn't turn on too many lights and I remember reaching above the door frame, uh, to that bedroom and it was just dark in the bedroom and, that I was like so terrified that something like while I was reaching up above the door, something was going to yeah. fucking grab me. And so I was like shaking as I was doing it. But at the same time, like, I don't know if you've ever had any like religious experiences or if you even like any, you know, uh, experience at all with, you know, being in a church or anything, but there's like a, um, and, wh- and whether it's like, you know, false or not, there's some like sense of like power and authority that you get that, you know, that get, they kind of teach you. Yeah, I and kind so, of grew up like a little bit Catholic, so. Yeah, so um, so do you kind of know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at the same time, like, I was scared. Like, I feel like I kind of had, like, some power. Like, you know, in Jesus' name, like, mm-hmm. demons can't be here, whatever. So we did that, and I went back, and I grabbed the dog and brought her back inside. And I gave her medicine, and I fed her and everything. And I was like, man, I was like, I really don't want to fucking stay here. And uh, my the guy that drove us, so he's like he's more of an acquaintance. He wasn't like as much of a friend. He was like, well, he's like funny enough. He's like, I'm actually house sitting at um, a pretty big house, is what he said. He's like, if you want to come stay the night, like it's just me. And uh, so me and Jake go with him. We're like, okay, that's great. Like you know, I'd way rather go somewhere else, anywhere else, but this fucking creepy house. <laughs> yeah. And so you know, before we leave, I mean, like I said, I made sure that the dog had her medicine. And she had already gone to the bathroom and eaten, you know, dinner or whatever. And right before we leave, um, the guy that was driving us, he was like, he was like, 
the dog has a broken leg and i was like yeah i remember you know i told you she jumped off the couch and like she shouldn't have because she has a broken leg and he's like well, he's like well why don't we pray over the dog and i was like all right dude like that you know, it's pretty weird but like nothing's gonna happen but <laughs> yeah. sure if you want to like why not and so we we rubbed the oil on the dog's leg and we and we prayed over the dog and then we left and so we get to this guy's, the guy's, um, or the the house that he was house sitting for, and it's a fucking mansion. <laughs> it's it's in the hills. Uh, they're they're called the Lorraine Hills. They're like kind of out in the Vanita area, funny enough. Um, and it's this giant, it's this giant fucking house in in these in the hills. And we pull up, and there's this like amazing gate, and these two Bohemian Ridgeback dogs greet us at the gate. <laughs> they're like they're like guarding. Like I wow. shit you not, it sounds like it's from you know that movie Death Becomes Her. Yeah, ever seen that? Yeah, you know those two like pinchers that that the lady has like yeah. the yeah. It was just like that. Like the dogs <laughs> fucking come out, and they they know the guy because it's his it's his friend's family that he's house sitting for, and so they know the guy. And I'm like super intimidated by these dogs, but you know I say hi to him or whatever, <laughs> and. We go in, and this this house was it was ten bedrooms and seven bathrooms. That's crazy. Yeah, and it had three wow. like common living spaces. Oh my god. And uh, yeah, and it had a pool, like an in ground pool, and then under the pool was a shooting range that they had <laughs> that they had under there. Wow. And so yeah, he gave us a tour of the house, and um, it was getting pretty late, and so he's like, just pick a room or pick a living room, and so uh, me and my buddy Jake picked um, one of the living rooms. And, uh, you know, I fell asleep pretty quick after just no sleep the first day and just being fucking traumatized and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, that night when I dreamt, I'll never forget this. I had the most vivid dream in my entire life. It was it was like I was living it. And so in the dream, I go back to the house and I, I walk inside and the house is glowing. Like the lights aren't <laughs> on, but it's like it's just warm and it's glowing and all my dishes were done. All of my bedding was folded up. All my clothes were washed and folded. Like it was just like spotless. It was so clean and it was just so bright. And the dog like greeted me and everything. And I woke up the, the next morning. I was like, oh, that was, that was a really weird dream. And I didn't yeah. didn't really think too much of it. But I was like, oh, that was kind of strange, you know. And so uh, and so later that day, you know, we kind of hang out at that place and check out the shooting range and we'll walk around the house and bullshit for a while. I'm like, you know what, like, I should probably get back to that house. Um, you know, I, I think I'll be okay. Like, I feel, I feel like I feel like it'll be okay. And I had, like, a couple more days to go. So that was Wednesday night. And then Thursday is when I woke up at the mansion, went back to the to the house. So I had, like, I basically had, like, one and a half more days until my aunt and uncle got back. And so, um, and so I, you know, I got back. And, uh, you know, of course, like, the dishes weren't done. And my laundry wasn't done. And the blankets weren't done or anything. It was just, <laughs> just exactly how I left it. And, uh, and I, you know, I took care of the dog and, um, I was kind of able to sleep a little bit that night, but I still was terrified. Yeah. Like, uh, I actually moved the couch. So it was like at the opposite corner of the living room where I had <laughs> kind of cowered down before and like turned the TV and stuff. And I like had the dog like sleep on the couch with me and, um, you know, nothing, nothing else happened. Uh, and, and I was actually able to get a little bit of sleep that night. And then, uh, so that was Thursday night, and then Friday came, kind of a normal day, you know, kept it pretty low-key, and then I was able to sleep a little bit more, and then uh, my aunt and uncle came back, I think it, I think they actually came back on Saturday, 
And so, um, you know, they came back and they paid me and they asked how things went and I lied and I was like, oh yeah, things went really good, you know, I took care of the dog. <laughs> fucking so I was like, demon how, here. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to explain this to anybody? Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, you know, so they, so that was that and they, they drove me back home and a couple of days go by and my uncle calls me and he's like, dude, he's like, what'd you do to my dog? <laughs> I was like, I was like, what do you mean? Like, I, I gave her medicine. Like, I made sure it didn't miss any pills and it took really good care of her. And he's like, he's like, she, he's like, she could fucking walk. <laughs> I was like, what? It's like, what do you mean she can walk? And he's like, he's like, we took her to the vet today because she was walking around and they said that this shouldn't happen for several months. Wow. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, <laughs> you're. I didn't say that at the time, probably because I was in church, but yeah. I was like, holy smokes or holy <laughs> hand. But I'm like, dude, I was like, you're, you're kidding me. He's like, no, he's like, this is crazy. This is a miracle. And I was like, let me tell you a story, man. Let me tell you a story about what happened at your house. <laughs> so I told him everything and he put my aunt on speakerphone and I told both of them. And like, after I was done, like there was silence for a little bit. I'm like, did, I'm like, did you guys hear that? And they're like, yeah. They're like, there's been a lot of things that have happened around here. Um, they're like, we've you know kind of kept a lot of it from people, but they're like, we've seen stuff, we've heard stuff, we've felt stuff. They're like, the dog has done all sorts of weird stuff. Uh, he's like, we also looked up the records of that old trailer that we used to have, and an older lady died in the trailer. And, uh, and, um, and so I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, and we're all kind of connecting over this whole story and everything. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, yeah, they just were like, they're like, well, oh, and then I was like, and I was like, this is something else that was weird. I was like, while we had the oil, we prayed over the dog. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe it. Like, it worked. And so, you know, I, I still believe in God to some extent. Because there have been, you know, some pretty, pretty crazy things like besides that that have happened that I can't explain other than God, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that. That was like such a, such a crazy moment in my life yeah, there. That's so like really intense. <laughs> yeah. You got yeah, rid of a and demon then... and healed a dog. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> and so um, they they lived there up until couple of years ago and nothing nothing weird that i that i ever heard ever happened since then wow yeah that's crazy so that's the demon encounter story <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good uh pretty good story <laughs> yeah, thank you wow uh, have you ever had any experience with anything like paranormal or the only thing that i've really had experience with is we went ghost hunting once at this place that's sort of like I don't know if they, they say it's a haunted I think it was on like one of the haunted Canada shows or whatever um, oh. called Trowbridge Falls outside of town and it's just like oh I've heard of that there's like little falls kind of thing um, and so we went there at night and we're like taking pictures and doing you know EVP and whatever and nothing happened while we were there and then I get home and I'm going through the pictures and they're sort of like there's this really like, um, do you know what like shale rock is? Like that thin yeah. rock that kind of chips off. Yep. So there's yep. there's 
a river of like mostly that, but it's really flat and you can kind of like walk across and there's a bridge and stuff. Yeah. And so I was taking pictures from the bridge down by like the water and just taking pictures everywhere. And right. there was like this blue circle, like orb type thing or whatever by the water. But oh, shit. when I zoomed in on it, it was like an alien face in Holy orb. F- Oh. And I did not sleep at all that night. Like I, Dude, I, I sat not. there in bed with the TV on. And my husband yeah. like passed out beside me. I'm like, I'm just fucking watching movies all night. Like I am not sleeping. I was like so terrified. Good God, yeah, so terrified the thing's gonna follow you home yeah, or it's like or whatnot. Oh, yeah, hunting, and then I'm like accidentally getting an alien picture. <laughs> That's crazy. So you said you had an EVP. Like where where did you get an EVP reading? Like reader? Um, I just used my phone. <laughs> okay just but to see if anything use, would show up yeah but you can just use like a regular like a digital tape recorder or whatever too but i just used my phone and you couldn't really there was like kind of like crackly but you couldn't really hear anything but i don't know it wasn't that night it was an, another night we went to this other place outside of town um this road that was like a supposedly haunted or whatever and i actually did, <laughs> I did like facebook live there i mean my best friend went and it was really there was like it was kind of like a fall, like late summer, early fall night, and there was like this creepy mist there. So this mist would just kind of like come and like fly past your face, basically. But it was Whoa, really, that's weird. It was really creepy, and you like I should actually dig up the Facebook video. It's actually no, I put it on my YouTube. That's on my YouTube channel. Um, oh, you have video still of it? Yeah, because I pulled it. This was just like two years ago. Um, but you see, like the mist, like come and like whip past my face, and I'm like, what the fuck was Whoa. that? Yeah, <laughs> it was, like, makes you makes you wonder. Freaky. And it's just because it's, you know, like Oregon's probably like how it is in Northern Ontario. There's like woods and trees and whatever. So we're on this like dirt road. It's just like super high trees, both sides. It's like humid at night, like just after dusk kind of thing. So you get that kind of like moisture and whatever heaviness in the air. And that resting fog, the creepy cemetery fog. So it was like that. So, but it was like this mist that flew past and I was just like freaking out. Dude, that is creepy though. And my husband like started to drive away and like leave us there. And we're like, no, don't leave us What does he think of all that? He, he like... He doesn't really believe in it, but he'll like encourage me, <laughs> me to do it because I think he just wants me to be scared. Like he yeah. was with me when we went to the the Trowbridge place, and he's like, we're sitting there, and I was doing like the EVP, and he's like, "Do you hear that?" I'm like, "No, I don't hear anything." And he's like, "Okay." And I'm like, "Well, what did you hear?" He's like, "Well, I'm not gonna say until we get back and leave. I want to see if it's on the recording." And there was nothing, and he said it sounded like there was footsteps walking behind him. I'm like, oh, that's God. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it gives me chills thinking about but that. But he didn't like, it didn't pick it up on any of the recordings, but it was like this big, like it, it was just a big wide open sort of like playground field type area. So, you know, there would have been no one walking. We would have seen it. Right. But yeah, the light with like the weird alien face and it freaked the shit out of me. But yeah, that I'm pretty sure creepy. they're both on my YouTube because I did, I made like videos and put up the pictures and the stills of, of both of them. Right. So, do, so do aliens creep you out more than like than like ghosts or demons? I think so, <laughs> because I believe in aliens. So I'm like more, I'd be more scared of aliens than like ghosts or demons or anything like that. Yeah. And I, yeah, like, I for totally sure. believe in like Bigfoot and Nessie and basically everything <laughs> like that. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I kind of have an interesting story that was passed down in my family about um, uh, what they think was Bigfoot. Um, So yeah, we live in Oregon. There's probably like oh god, yeah, there's just a giant rainforest, pretty much. You know, I mean, it's it's that's yeah. So um, like I said, my my grandpa was a logger, 
where he like worked for a logging company. I don't know if he actually did like, you know, the main part of the logging mm-hmm. job, but um, we had lived in, actually, no, this wasn't, I, I wasn't around. So this was his kids. So it was my mom and my aunt and my uncle. And they lived in, uh, in Northern Washington. And um, they, they lived in a, a really, really crappy, like single wide trailer. God, my family's just fucking trailer <laughs> trash. <I'm really> <laughs> Not me. I live in a three-bedroom house, so uh, I guess I've moved on up. But on uh, up. anyway, yep. So anyway, uh, they lived in a pretty shitty trailer, and um, my grandma and grandpa, you know, had one room, and the kids all shared a room. It was just a really small, like, two-bedroom trailer, and they had everybody was like laid down to sleep and everything. And uh, my grandma was asleep, and my grandpa was um, he was like trying to fall asleep, and he was he was laying there, and he heard. He heard like some noise outside the window, and so he kind of and he's legally blind, and so <laughs> so is my mom and my sister actually, um, and so he his like sight isn't very good, um, but he he said he couldn't he said he couldn't see anything, but um, he heard what sounded like something like rubbing up against the trailer, and so um, you know I was like when he was telling me the story I was like oh it was probably like a black bear or something yeah. you know, and um, and he's like now. He's like, I've seen a lot of bears. He's like, I've been around a lot of bears in the woods. He's like, he's like, I know my eyesight ain't that great. He's like, but what I what I heard and then what I saw the back of after a couple minutes went by, he's like, this thing was on two feet, and he's like, the weird thing was the smell. Hmm. He's like, it just smelled like death. He's like, I've never smelled anything quite like it before. And uh, he was like, I had my shotgun with me. And he's like, I don't think it would have did anything to it. He's like, but it was heading towards the side of the trailer where the kids were. And it was like, he said, it, it was like it was dragging its like uh, like its hand on the side of the trailer. Oh, wow. And so he's like, I kind of quietly like walked through the trailer with the shotgun, just like praying that this <laughs> like didn't try to rip the side of the house off to yeah. get the kids. He's like, but the one thing is like, I will never forget that smell. And so he claims he had a, you know, an encounter. That's with what a lot of people like say about Bigfoot too, is the smell. That's weird. I've, I've never actually heard that before besides that story that he told me, but. I think it's on like, cause we watch some of those terrible like Sasquatch shows where they go out squatching <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're, we're hitting the logs against the trees, but they say it smell. Although apparently they also say that Bigfoot likes peanut butter. <laughs> specifically i'm like oh you know that you know that confirmed yeah, yeah right <laughs> that's pretty damn funny i i subscribe to the idea that bigfoot's like an interdimensional being and that's why you can't find him because he just steps in and out hmm. <laughs> yeah that is fascinating um are, are you do you believe in like evolution and shit yeah i believe in evolution yeah. but i believe that like we watched i can't remember it was some show and it was like one of the ones on discovery or something and they were talking basically about like the creation of, of not necessarily the universe, but like earth and how everything was like, it would have to be so perfect and precise for like all the chemicals and the reactions and the explosion and everything to like spark life. So I kind of believe that there was, I guess for lack of a better term, divine intervention at that point. And then from right. there we were sort of like on our own. But I think that like at that point, the sort of like sparked, whatever <laughs> that there was something because it's all so perfect everything had to line up perfectly and the right amount of chemicals and you know everything like for that just to be some weird space accident 
Right. Yeah, yeah. Your mind can't even comprehend like what would have to be involved yeah, for that to happen. Yeah, because they were going over like, oh, like this rock hit this, and this is like what the chemical reaction was, and then this happened. I'm like, I believe that there was something else there, and then everything just sort of like went on its own after after that. Yeah, that's where my belief sign kind of like. But like, I was kind of raised not really like super Catholic, but like you know Christmas Catholic, where you go on midnight mass <laughs> yeah. and you go for like Easter when it's kind of convenient. Once in a while on a Sunday or whatever, and you know, right. kind of raised that way. My mom, she was like really raised in the Catholic Church a lot more. I went to like catechism classes and had oh, communion wow. and stuff. I never had that, but she did. But like that was like a little bit Catholic and where my dad wasn't really raised religious. So it was kind of like a mix of both. And then I just have my own weird beliefs. And I went through my whole like Wiccan phase in high school. Oh yeah. <laughs> and everything too, right? so. That shit creeps me out. Like there's several movies that touch on it. Like um, this one doesn't do a whole lot, but have you, have you seen the movie, the witch on Netflix? It's a terrible movie. <laughs> You didn't it's like it? so bad. It took me three tries to even get through it, and I hated it, and I hated every minute of it. And the only good yeah. part was when the ghost just like, fuck all you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't finished it yet, so don't spoil it for me. But, um, but yeah, that, like, I don't know why. Like, there's not a whole lot of, like, Wiccan anything in it, really, but it just reminded me of that movie, so. Um, the craft. The craft is... The craft, yeah, yeah. That I love the craft. That one was so fucking good. badass. Where they're like praying to like um, the the mother or not the mother, but the Menon. Menon. Yeah, but father. what what do they call him? Like father. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, that movie's fucking good. Like that's so good. Nev Nev Campbell, isn't it? Yep. And um, Feruza Balk with her giant Is she the, mouth. Is she with Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> She's so fucking creepy in that. Like yeah. that man, that was a good movie. I really enjoyed that one. But yeah, I had my whole crazy Wiccan phase, and now I just have well, like a weird mix of like I believe in everything. I believe in everything that's like paranormal and supernatural, as well yeah. as everything else. And then kind of with a little bit of like simulation theory sprinkled in. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm I like swear nothing... I've seen a friggin' plane stop in the sky, and I could not get like footage of it because I was driving down like a main street. But I was driving one way, plane was coming the other way, but it was, like, stopped. And I was like, what the fuck? Whoa. And then by the time I, like, stopped and, like, was trying to get a picture of it, it was gone. That's crazy. Maybe it hit the dome that Flat Earthers believe There's in. There's a lot of, like, crazy conspiracy videos online of, like, planes just, like, stopping. No shit? Like, yeah. actual videos that you can watch? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know Whoa. how many of them are, like, faked or whatever, but that's what it was like. I was driving down the street, and I'm like, that plane is just stopped like that passenger plane is just hovering there it's not moving <laughs> that's super odd Wh where were you at the time like were you around just like um I like just, open land or no i was just like driving through town so i was just driving to like an appointment down like one of like the main roads in town with like so much other traffic and there's a lot of like planes on in that area because it's not too far from the airport and i was just like oh that plane stopped in the air like what the fuck is that and then i like pulled onto the next side street and had to like loop back around to try and get back to where I was. And by then it was gone. That's super weird. Like, I wonder if it was like a military, like experiment plane that has oh, like hover capabilities <laughs> or it was a glitch in the fucking matrix. Yep. Yeah. Um, I do believe you the Mandela to... effect. What's that again? What's the Mandela effect? We're like, because, well, I think that it comes from CERN. So CERN turning on the Hadron Collider. And so they like, blew us into a parallel dimension and that's why some people remember things differently than others 
Oh shit, like, we're going deep. Yeah, well, it's because like people had believed that Nelson Mandela had died originally, where he didn't. So there's a oh. whole like I spent a whole day going down the rabbit hole of it online to the point where like my husband came home from work and I threw open the door and was like, "Does Pikachu have a black spot at the end of his tail?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> oh he doesn't. God. Not in this universe." <laughs> and he's like, "Can I come in the house, please?" <laughs> Holy shit! But yeah, like there's a whole crazy thing of that, like where it's, it's, it's the whole Berenstein. Berenstain Bears thing. Yes, yes. But there's yeah. so much other stuff with it that is just like fucked up. Like Pikachu, I swear, had like black at the tip of his tail, but he never did, apparently. He doesn't, huh? And then the thing, there's, uh... the one that messes me up the most, and it's more like, I guess, old literature. So there's the book, The Portrait of Dorian Gray, and it was about the story of a guy who was like a painting of himself young and that's what keeps him young or it's whatever and it was in like that movie the league of extraordinary gentlemen and a few other things but it's an old book that's like a dickens area type book i don't know if dickens wrote it or but it's that time frame and it's called the portrait of dorian gray but it's not apparently it's actually called the picture of dorian gray and like why would they say picture and not portrait that is weird especially for the time that it was in like i don't get that at all like there's some that are just like what the fuck what are some of the other uh, type things like the Berenstain Bears? Like there, there's this podcast I was listening to. Um, do you know who Bobby Lee comedian is? No. No. Well, he's a comedian, um, and he has a podcast called Tiger Belly, and they were talking about um, they were talking about all I, I don't know what you'd call them, but like the alternate universe type yeah, things that you think is something of them. else. There's um, so on Silence of the Lambs, he never says hello, Clarice. What? Like the way that is or whatever. Um, and then in, was it I Love Lucy? Ricky never says, Lucy, you got some splaining to do. No shit. Yeah. But I think that like a lot of it, people seem to attribute to The Simpsons because since The Simpsons spoofs so much stuff, they might slightly oh. change stuff and people are remembering yeah. The Simpsons version, but kind of like merging it with but- the real life version. And that gets ingrained into our yeah. minds of, of, like, yeah. But, yeah, there's ones like that. Um, there's ones where it's, like, iffy. So some people say, like, oh, the Kit Kat logo had a, had a hyphen or it didn't have a hyphen. And I don't really, like, the ones where it's, like, the company logos or, like, slogans. I mean, the change over time. Yeah, absolutely. Really like, like, new branding and stuff. Yeah. But ones, right. like, with Pikachu's tail, like, that really bothers me. <laughs> Wait, so he doesn't have black at the end of his tail? No, he doesn't. He doesn't have black at the tip of his tail. Oh, not shit, he universe. doesn't. And then, same as the Monopoly guy, does not have a monocle. What? That... Yeah. What? I'm going to look yeah. that up. He does not have a monocle. And what is that guy's universe, name, anyway? Mr. Pennyworth or Moneybags or Moneyworth or something. Oh, weird. Yeah, the monocled monopoly guy. Yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah, there's like there's a lot of them. It's really messed up. But I think I wonder it's if because there's... like, and I actually did a, a podcast on the CERN thing too. But because CERN oh, turned cool. their shit on in 2012, mm-hmm. and that's when like the whole mind thing was supposed to end in 2012. So I think what actually oh, right. happened is like it ties in, and CERN turned their shit on and blew us into a parallel universe. And now we're living in a world where Donald J. Trump is the president of the United States because yeah. of it. And the Simpsons predicted <laughs> Weird. It. Dude, and yeah, all the predictions of the Simpsons, have you done an episode on that? No, we'll talk but about that, that could like, definitely all? be a whole topic. That's so fucking crazy. Like, the one that blows my mind to this day is, like, the, the Twin Towers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's messed up. 
I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for coming on to talk about demons. Yeah, absolutely. Happy that was to. crazy. Happy to. Thanks and for thanks for having me on. For sure, you'll be back on to tell me more crazy tales. <laughs> yeah, I've got a few. I'm tapping. I'm tapping that source for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> so I guess people people can listen to you on Life Bites, right? Yep. Yep. We uh, we recorded um, an episode that. Um, it didn't didn't end up working out for for whatever reason um, tech technology side of it, but um, we we did another episode that we're in the process of editing, uh, and so hopefully we're gonna get that out uh, by the end. Well, I guess the end of this week if you count Saturday as the end of the week. <laughs> uh, we're gonna try to get that out. So um, Brian's working on editing it, and uh, yeah, we uh, we hope to get one out pretty soon. Nice. So yeah, I definitely recommend Chicken Life Bites Out. I'm a fan, and I'm sort of just like working my way through the hosts at this point. <laughs> right, running the train on, on again, us. So yeah, working on it. So <laughs> right on. Hey, I just wanted to include this extra bit at the end because Eric did tell a ghost story at the beginning, and it didn't really fit in to the podcast episode. But I wanted to include it, so count this as a, a bonus at the end of the episode. My cousin and I grew up pretty close, like brothers, and um, you know we always like would go see movies like Lord of the Rings when it came out it was such a big deal. Like we went and saw that, and then when when Paranormal Activity came out, um, little sidebar: uh, we both grew up um, in a house that was quote unquote haunted. Nice. And so <clears throat> when I was four years old, he was, or I guess I would have been five, so he was four, and uh, it was a pretty big like blended family, all of us in a house in uh, Veneta, Oregon, which is actually where I live now. And uh, it was my grandparents, my aunt, and my cousin, and then my mom, my sister, and I. And um, apparently there was a spirit of some sort there. And um, the first encounters of it were my grandpa. He gets up, or he used to get up, like, really early in the morning to, um, he had, like, a logging job. And so he would get up at, like, 3 or 4 in the morning. And he said that most mornings when he would get up, there would be this really thick, dense fog, like inside the house, down the hallway. And he would have to like, just kind of, you know, try to remain calm and like walk through it. But he said he always just got this like weird, overwhelming presence, you know? And, uh, and again, this is all stuff that like I heard when I grew up. Um, cause obviously a five-year-old wouldn't understand any of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and so, so that would happen. And then, um, and then I guess, I would be playing in my room with my toys and, um, and then like I, so I'd leave like the toys out and I would go to bed and, um, I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would go into my mom's room and I would say that there was a man playing with my toys. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, my mom didn't really know about the fog in the hallway at first. Um, like this kind of came all later. So all these things happened to different people and nobody really talked about it because they were all kind of scared, you know. And so um, I would come to my mom. I guess it happened several times where I would say, you know, a man is playing with my toys. And so she started having me sleep with her. And uh, and so, you know, time went by and uh, weird things would happen where and I still can't quite figure out like. technologically how this happened (laughs) but there would be like phone calls that would come into the answering machine uh at the house because it was like back when you know everybody had landlines and answering machines and shit and uh there would be like recorded calls but it's like it came from the handset that was there so i don't know how that worked but there would be these recordings and it would just be like (sighs) that's creepy 
<laughs> like heavy breathing and shit. And it was at times when like nobody was home, oh, like wow. at all. Like there was no reason anybody should have been home. And so, you know, word kind of got around the family and everything. And they all like sat down and they're like, look, like something's going on. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And so, um, and so, you know, they all kind of shared their accounts of what was going on. And there was a weekend where my grandparents were going to be away and um, us kids went somewhere. And my mom was dating this guy who, um, who's, his mom worked at like a pawn shop or something and she had a Ouija board. And so my aunt and mom were like, well, let's, let's get a Ouija board and try to like, try to communicate with whatever's out there. And so I know, right. You're fucking letting stuff in. Like, are you crazy? But they they didn't know anything about, you know, anything then. So, um, so they got this Ouija board. So, you know, again, this is just recounted stories. So, I mean, I'm taking it for what it is, but (laughs) it's still like, so, um, so they got the Ouija board, they sat down in the living room with it, and they started asking it questions. And to this day, like, I hound them, and I'm like, like, come on, you swear to God, like, you didn't move it. Like, come on, like, I'm not going to think anything less of you. Like, yeah. you really didn't touch it, you didn't move it. And they both said no, like, to this day. And so, yeah, so they asked it, they're like, um, they're like, what's your name? And it went A-V-A, so Ava. And they're like, oh, okay. And I guess up until, up until they got a name, they, they would call it Howie. Like Howie, oh, <laughs> Howie's doing something again. Like Howie's playing with Eric's toys again. Or Howie left another weird message on the answer machine. And so at this time, you know, they, they had a name. And they asked, um, they asked you know, how old are you? And it went to the nine. And they said, are you a boy or a girl? And it went to um, B-O-Y, so boy. <laughs> And then um, they asked it how, you know, they asked him how he died and it just, nothing happened after that. And so, um, you know, they, they're like, holy shit, like, I can't believe this is happening. Like now we have like a name to it and everything. But after a while, like after the, I guess the Ouija board incident, they kind of felt like it was like a a good spirit. Um, And so like, it didn't really do anything like malevolent. I mean, it would just like play with my fucking toys. (laughs) And I guess like, I guess like in the eyes of a, of a four or five year old, um, you know, a nine-year-old boy could look like a man, you know, so I guess they yeah. kind of made everything, they made sense of everything. And, uh, so anyway, so ever since then, like, uh, hearing about the stories of, you know, living with a ghost and everything, I've always been super interested in the paranormal. And, uh, I remember when, uh, paranormal activity came out, um, my cousin saw the trailer of it first and he's like, dude, we got to see this movie. Like, it's like a real, a real like account of like yeah. paranormal stuff happening. And so literally going into the movie, like I thought this was like real recordings. <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't think there was like any chance that it could be, you know, like fictional or, um, like effects or anything. Like yeah. I was like taking it for, like word of God. So when we saw that movie, I was like, holy fuck, like <laughs> really is stuff out there. And it was terrifying. Like I remember, um, was I living with my pa- yeah? I was still living with my parents, and so um, I had my bed like slammed all the way to the ground. Like nothing could be under it. I had it all the way up against the wall. <laughs> like there's no space like around my bed at all. Yeah, I mean it's like it's fucking creepy, but 